Radiate Radio, your international sound wave for podcasts and more. Hello, everyone. My name is Ferla. I'm 21 years old. I'm a first year of uh, international studies. I'm actually doing East Asia as my region. And I'm also a cancer patient. This is obviously not how I would introduce myself for the first time in real life. Um, I would actually, I would leave the last bit about me being an ex-cancer patient out. Um, but as you might have guessed from reading the t- title of this podcast, it is what I'm. It is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about my experiences. Um, when I was a kid and I had cancer. I know, sounds like a lot of fun, but trust me, it's gonna be fun. I'm, it's not gonna be, it's not, it's not only sad stories, trust me. Actually, like I said before, I would not just casual or like immediately tell people that I had cancer because it's in a way not really relevant currently but I do actually have a physical disability that um, is linked to this whole cancer thing so in some situations um, I cannot help somebody or or I need help myself or um, I'm a little bit clumsy um, when it comes to certain things because I have that disability so in order to avoid puzzled looks or confusion it's just convenient to tell people um, that I'm an ex-cancer patient or that I have a physical disability. So normally the conversation would go like um, something like along these lines. I'm sorry, I cannot help you or can you help me? Because I have a physical disability. Oh, you have a physical disability? But I don't see anything wrong with you. No, it's not visible. But I actually don't have a right scapula, so that's why. You don't have a right scapula? I never heard of that before. Were you born like that? Uh, no, I actually wasn't. And then there is silence, which is quite uncomfortable. Uh, but at the same time, it's kind of funny because I can tell that people are, at this point, they're doubting what to do next. I can see them doubt about, should I ask more about it? Or should I stop the conversation here and move to something, to another subject? Or sometimes they just remain silent in the hope that I elaborate on it myself. Anyway, the conversation can go uh, in multiple directions depending on many manufa- factors but as I mentioned before sometimes it's just convenient to let people know so you know they can understand certain things and put them in the right context therefore I usually just simply state there was a tumor and they had to remove it most common follow-up question is oh you had cancer 
but you're so young. How, how how old were you when you were diagnosed? And well, I was 12, 13, uh, but I'm recovered now and I'm doing great. I'm at uni. I'm doing international studies. And then they usually ask me what the heck is international studies. They don't really get what I'm studying. So then I'll explain. But after my explanation, they still don't get it. Um, I think I think many IS students know what I'm talking about. But anyways, um, I get questions often. And I do get it. Um, and I know that people are genuinely interested and want to sympathize with me. I also genuinely believe that people just love to hear about somebody else's drama. I know this sounds very cynical, but let's be honest with ourselves. We all love drama, but especially somebody else's drama. Um, and like hospital dramas, you know, series are also really popular. Think about Grey's Anatomy. Um, oh, just a quick side note. There are not a lot of Mac Dreamies in real life in like in the hospital, or at least that I've come across. Uh, and I've been there for about one and a half years on a regular basis. So yeah, um, also, I also did not have a Fault in Our Stars kind of romance. So um, yeah, I'm sorry, but that's not gonna be in one of the episodes because I did not experience that. Uh, thankfully, because we all know how that ends, doesn't end uh, that well. <laughs> but um, I get the curiosity, I get the questions, and it's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to make this podcast. Um, but I'll get to my reasons for this podcast later on. Um, I'm first going to tell you more about what actually happened uh, approximately eight years back. So when I was 12, almost 13, I got diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma to be exact, which is a type of bone tumor of which the annual incidence is 2.93 children per 1 million, approximately 200 to 250 children and um, adolescents or adolescents, I'm sorry, in the United States are diagnosed with a tumor in the Ewing family of tumors each year according to rarediseases.org. So, lucky me, I got a pretty rare form of cancer. Uh, actually, in the Netherlands, it's about 30 to 35 patients a year, mostly between the ages of 10 and 20. But then I got extra lucky, because I got Ewing sarcoma on my right scapula which is really uncommon. Usually, like, the common places for Ewing sarcoma are on the ribs or the pelvis. So uh, that was great. As doctors always joked around, um, Firle, you're just a really special person. You're a really special case. Obviously, it's not the kind of special that I wanted, but I guess I had to make something out of it, which manifested in this podcast uh, years later. Another joke they also uh, uh, told a lot was, you know, Verda, you could have also just won the lottery instead of getting Ewing sarcoma on your right scapula. Um, I also think I would have preferred winning the lottery, but I guess uh, we cannot have everything in life. 
or something like that. <laughs> but let's go a little bit back, like further back in time. The like before I got the official diagnosis, how did I know that something was off? Well, basically, I was just in a lot of pain. And the, of course, the pain got worse over time. At some point, it was so bad that my friends had to take turns carrying my, ba my backpack at school. Um, my shoulder also thickened. And then one day, everything seemed fine in the morning. Like, I was in pain, but I kind of got used to the pain. It, it became normal. But then at the end of the day, there was this big lump right above my collarbone. And that's when my mom thought, this is not good. And she pressed for further medical examination. Because at, until that point, my general practitioner did not really take it seriously. So basically, I owe a huge thanks to my mom. I went through a lot of tests. I was eventually sent to the Sophia Children's Hospital in Rotterdam. Uh, ran some more tests and then um, I had to go back to the pediatric oncology ward for the official diagnosis and in retrospect this is really funny I had no clue of what was going on at that moment so at that moment I already I already had been to the pediatric oncology ward for tests but literally I had no clue that I could have had that I could have cancer like I could not connect the dots until I officially heard the news which I think is really stupid because I saw multiple children wearing hats uh, with tubes in their noses walking around with an IV and you know it's the pediatric oncology ward so that kind of makes sense but I guess it was some kind of defense mechanism, maybe, that I tried to stay in my bubble for as long as possible. There was actually um, this woman, this parent. Um, this was when I was in the, in the waiting room, uh, waiting to get my official diagnosis. And she started to console me, starting to say things like, you're going to be okay, and... Um, there are still so many nice things you can do even though you're sick and make sure you only spend your energy on the things that you like and blah 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 and I know she meant well but she was really getting on my nerve nerves because like I said I was still in my bubble so I didn't get why she was consoling me so that was really scary and I guess my main point is that when I heard the news I was in shock and Many people ask me, what were you actually thinking or feeling at that moment? Well, when I recovered from the shock, the main question that I had on my mind was, am I going to lose my hair? Yes, my hair. That was, for some reason, really important to me. And I'm actually going to discuss that in detail in the next episode. So uh, please stay tuned for that. Radiate Radio, your international sound wave.
Before I'm gonna wrap up this introduction episode to this podcast, um, I just want to take the time to um, to say that I got diagnosed on time. Um, the tumor was of considerable size, but it was not yet metastasized. So my oncologist was pretty positive that I could get better. And luckily, the treatments actually worked. Um, to be exact, I got chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and surgery. I got the whole package. Uh, and of course, it was really hard, uh, and I was in a lot of pain. But I just want to take a moment and say that I'm still thankful or grateful that I was able to receive the medical help in the first place. I also did not need to go abroad to the U.S. or something to get treatments. Um, it didn't take me more than two years, and after those two years, I was recovered. And not everybody can say the same thing, unfortunately. Things are getting heavy all of a sudden. That's not what I want for this podcast. Definitely not. Um, but I, I do think it's something that's... Uh, important to mention. I also just want to quickly emphasize that I do not speak on behalf of every person or child who has or has had cancer. Naturally, every person and every situation is different. Different. These are just my personal experiences and my way of handling things is not the only way or the best way. Um, I just hope that by telling my personal experiences, I can shed some light on issues that I think are important or of or that I think mm, this could use a little bit more awareness or discussion. And at the same time, I just want to tell you all the crazy weird shit that goes down in a hospital. Um, I'm going to give you the real hospital tea. Um, <laughs> and... Yes, I guess my main goal for this podcast is just to start a conversation. I know this sounds a bit corny uh, and really unoriginal, but I do think it kind of comes to that. So if you have any thoughts or questions, please share them on Radiate Radio's uh, Instagram account. I'm really curious as to what you guys are thinking and why you were interested in this episode in this podcast in the first place um and yes i think i'm gonna end this first episode here thank you so much for listening and i would like to welcome you to when life gives you cancer you make a podcast